Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Bloody happy hour. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Hello. 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 You know, there's been a lot going on. And if your team didn't win the Super Bowl, you might need some better help. Oh, you uh, for sure need some better help. Um, And you know what? I think that it's it is entirely online. Uh, It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire. You get matched with your therapist, the licensed therapist, to to be exact. And then you can switch if you don't like your therapist. Like if it's Miss Trunchbull, you don't like her, (laughs) you can switch. But maybe she's really nice and you like her and you stay with her. Did your friend like her? Yes. Yay. Yay. Yay for Miss Trunchbull. So all you have to do is go to betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com dot com slash bloody and you get 10 percent off of your first month go do it go do it right now guys there's really nothing to lose 49er fans this is for you this is for you okay um and let's get started with some news i got three updates before we get started with some new stuff okay let's do it I know we're always a week behind, but since the last time we talked to you, if you listened to the last quickie. Since we screamed at you, you mean? If Sorry if if your ear drum is busted a little they bit. They could have. They probably did. But and sometimes you know, the verdict we, was we, in. We can't control the excitement. <laughs> it just kind of overcomes and then it just spews out. And I shriek a lot as well. So I just. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad about it. It was Caroline's birthday present, actually. It was. It was. Uh, Happy birthday to Caroline. And we are drinking some whiskey for her birthday and toasting to a a fair, just system in this case. Finally. Yeah. We've got some justice. So the Tammy Blankenship Harlan sentencing trial was complete. And then the verdict was guilty on both counts. Um, And then that... Next day, they were doing the sentencing phase. Caroline actually went up there that I morning sure and got did. some good testimony. I did. And it was wild. I only got and to see the t- tweets. And I know I was sitting at my desk bawling because the Grottenberg family, <coughs> one by one, got to get up there and just tell their story and their feelings yeah. and how it was the day. They got the news. And here's the thing. It's like, I know we get this excitement. You, it's just because you get a rush and you want justice. Mm-hmm. So we're not, I'm not like celebrating that 
Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it, it is what happened and it needs that we were just, ha we're happy it, it it's, had to happen. Like, I mean, you know. It's sad because I did feel bad for like the, the Harlan kids because they're losing their moms, but it's very temporary and it feels right. like a very just, yes, fair when it was all over with, it was well, I was pleased. But during the sentencing phase, you got to hear the Grottenberg family, the mom, the dad, yes. the sisters, the brothers. Um, the sister, one of the sisters said it was her birthday. Mm, that, the dad said there were three things that were said that day that he'll never, or three things that he'll, he'll never forget. Mm -hmm. uh, what were the first two? The uh, all, all I remembered was the third one, which was that she said, Oh, I thought it was a homeless person. The mom screaming. Mom when they screaming. Got the phone call. When they got the phone call. So the phone call, the mom screaming when they got the phone call. And then Tammy shrugged, like when she watched the video and Tammy shrugging off that it was just a homeless person. I thought it was a homeless person. And he said, because David volunteered in homeless shelters during his time. Anyways, Which, David seemed like an angel. So, you know, he it was a very Christian family. It did remind me a lot of the uh, being there with the Armstrong. Caitlin Armstrong yeah. trial because it's like it makes it so surreal. And I had a friend who's with me and she's like, I mean, she started crying and she because it kind of reminded that that family, the Grottenberg family, it reminded her of her family because she comes from a family of like a bunch of kids. Yeah. And some of them were homeschooled, you know, and so it was just like kind yeah, of she could relate yeah. and oh i know they were the sister talking about her brothers what got <clears throat> got me mm -hmm. but um and then but you know tammy had some good witnesses on her case i can't remember the lawyer's name but she's famous badass um lawyer prosecutor mm -hmm. she's got her own show on the oxygen network i would have went to meet her in person but she's the one oh. that prosecuted yeah um, uh, David Temple's case, I think the second trial around, the third trial. My, She's got a show. Yeah, but my coworker was not happy with whatever she said. Well, she was just saying that she was speaking of Tammy in the past tense. Uh -huh. Tammy in the David Temple stage. So the way okay, I but knew bring Tammy. It, bring it back and tell them what, what you're talking about. The way I knew Tammy Harlan was not newer, but. The first you time I her. heard that name mm -hmm. is when she was basically best friend hero Tammy. She was best friend of Belinda Temple, who was wife of David Temple. And David Temple shot and killed Belinda while she was nine months pregnant. She lost. She was dead and her baby. And this dead. came up because they're trying to kind of get her like, oh, this is why you should give her less of a sentence. Because she's gone through this and she's gone through this. Like, so it's like her side is it's trying like to get the character's face too. Yeah. And the sympathy fa phase, I right, guess. Right. Yeah. So you come and you, you give your side, you're, you're pleading to the jury to, for the lesser sentence. Yes. So yeah. that's why all of this came up. And then we're freaking out because we're like, oh my God, that we just, we covered this case yeah. and like all, yeah. it's just all the connections are wild and you're just like. And you knew it was going to come up. I yeah. just didn't know when it was going to come up. Yeah. So I guess they kept it in their back pocket for when they needed it. And so they needed her. And she she came in and she was like, Tammy's a great person. She is the person that helped us prosecute this murderer. She had to testify against him multiple times. And basically he threatened her life, allegedly, multiple times. 
and that she was fearful of her life, allegedly. Oh, and, and she this was a- hung over her head for 25 years. And she was abused as a child. She was abused. Who wasn't abused? Her dad commuted, <sighs> committed suicide. And she, and then her husband that she's allegedly, she's obviously still married, which what's the purpose of changing your last name to not have association? Why are you still married? They've been married this whole time. She's still married to Quentin. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, where's he? They've been together in Bastrop this whole time. He testified at, for her. On her behalf at the trial. Oh, he came? Yeah. Oh, shit, I missed that whole part. <laughs> you were already at Tina Turner. I was already at Tina. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had to go. I got to go back. I mm-hmm. do need, I do need to go close that. They've been together for like the past, he said, 33 or 37 years. They got all these kids together. He said that he's cheated on her twice. <laughs> and she did cheat on him when she was at Midway. And like all their. But so here's the thing. After all, after she went through the trial, David Temple trial, and she was abused and all this stuff, she still managed to be able to get a good job, make good money. Great job, a, yeah. Have, they said she was great at her job. Yeah. So she was able to live as a normal human being and live her life and do all the things. And she wasn't affected by those things. But when she She'd hit a kid on alcohol. a bicycle, then she's all of a sudden she's affected by those things. Yeah. Which... I mean, you have to bring you. You have that's their job. They got to bring all that stuff up mm-hmm. and sympathy and all that stuff. And they said that she would. She probably overly um, turned to alcohol to deal with all those things she never really dealt with. But in the end, she the jury deliberated for a couple hours. I don't remember how long. Maybe three hours. And they came back and they gave her ten years for each count to be served concurrently at the same. So that at the same time. She has to do a minimum of five years before she can um, try to get out for parole. So she's going straight to Gatesville or where's she yeah, at now? Yeah, she's going to be there going? with Yolanda Saldivar. Oh, is she? Is she going to be there with Caitlin Armstrong too? <laughs> oh, Lord, she's going to have a little club. You know about Yolanda, right? We need to cover that. I oh. keep seeing her everywhere. Are we, gonna, are we covering that on Thursday? <laughs> Selena? Mm-hmm. Are we covering it? <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, Mainly because she's having the damn docuseries that's about to come out. Yes. And I'm dead with it. Yes. Okay. Get a, I'm going to get a Yolanda pinata. Yolanda, she's... she's This she's bitch hated. is... She's hated. She's real ugly, and she is a horrible person. I mean, you kill Selena? No. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. No, And your ma'am. eyebrows are too far apart. So there's Tammy Harlan. It is was all wrapped up and in a nice little bow. Nice little. And it was really was <clears throat> sad. But the mom said, she says, you know, she needed to do jail time. And not just because she did what she did, but because she made them go through turmoil for, for eight, eight years. years. Not knowing or knowing, but not knowing if they're going to get justice. Mm-hmm. And and that's probably what did it for me. Yeah. If she would have woke up that next day or a week later, even two weeks later and said, I'm sorry, handcuffed me. I did it. I deserve Like punishment. I have a relative who did the same thing. She hit some, she came back from a high, like a reunion uh-huh. and she hit somebody on the side of the road, uh-huh. killed them. 
drove home like just because she'd been drinking and she I don't even think she knew she hit him mm-hmm. but completely was like I could have and I if I, like I I guess I did and I'm guilty like yeah. take me and let's do it like yes that's what you do I know just it sucks like it I mean I don't ever want to but yeah, just she like so she could have already been served her punish served her She'd sentence. She'd been done and It'd done been over with. Yeah, and she could be back in Bastrop. I mean, now she's gonna be getting pegged in the prison. Yeah, I don't well, know how you get, get pegged, cheated on her for a third time because Quentin can't keep it in his pants when no. she's out of jail. Mm-mm. He sure ain't gonna keep it in his Mm-mm. pants. When Quentin's she's in gonna jail. be <laughs> hopping around, <laughs> coming to Waco. No, he ain't coming to Waco. Now, a word from our sponsors. Um, what are we doing here, Rusty? What are we going to do? Uh, yep, we're doing the uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. King of the Hill yes, rewatch podcast. Yeah, so we're going to go through one episode at a time. Uh, come along for the ride with us. Come check it out. And uh, give me give me a good um, like Dale Gribble quote to go out on. Wingo. Yeah, Wingo. <laughs> Wingo. Wingo. All right. Well, join us. Uh, join us for uh, the uh, King of the Hill rewatch podcast. Maybe in the heart of Texas. That drinks his brew and he spits his chew. Maybe in the heart of Texas. The TV players, but no one cares. Maybe in the heart of Texas. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. (laughs) Finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure, for <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. So let's go to the Kansas City Three since we've talked about them last. That preliminary toxicology report did How come back. How much is going on in Kansas City right now? Good grief. Not a good they place They were to be. the three guys that were found dead in, in Jordan's backyard were positive for marijuana, cocaine, and fentanyl. Um, and 
they have interviewed. I was just looking at some interviews like with people that knew all of them. And Jordan, which was the scientist guy that rented the house, was known to be the cook. Chemist. The chemist. What's the guy's name off Breaking Bad? Oh, White. Walter White. White. Walter White. Yeah. Basically the Walter White. So he would make all the drugs and all their party favors for the people around him. So leads you to wonder that if they say that's what caused them to die Mm -hmm. and they tie it back to Jordan, a.k.a. Walter White's. Could that lead to some charges? Because right now there's still no damn charges. I think it can. I don't think he, I don't think he knew. Okay, this is just my prediction, speculation, like play the chimes, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he got his drugs. He was going to do whatever he does with them. Apparently he does it all the time. He's the chemist. Uh, But I don't think he knew about the fentanyl. And I think that- He's a fucking chemist. I know, but I could could have gotten a bad batch of something. I just I don't, don't know why, know why you, don't, you would put. I just don't see people just. You just taking, did a story about. People I know, that and then and then I went fentanyl. back and I read it again, and they were like, they said that fentanyl was not in it, and I was going to correct <laughs> my correction corner. I don't know. I need to go. I, I need to talk to a. If you're a drug dealer, I need to know. Are you? Do you know that you have fentanyl in? Your drug, like are Jelly you- Roll was a, a dealer and he said people yeah. did want fentanyl. He didn't just secretly put it in their shit. They wanted, yeah. Who, who was on the co- testified on the Congress? Jelly Roll. I Jell-Roll. saw the Jelly Roll. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, people be knowing they putting it in there that they want it. Yeah, but they just don't want to die. I don't see how it doesn't kill you. It seems like anybody who even like it touches just now it. started killing people. Well, it didn't kill people years ago? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm so confused with fentanyl. Not as not as often, I guess. Okay, so I, I guess cancel my speculation. <laughs> so it must have been in there. I'm, I'm sure he's going to play the fool and act like, what? Fentanyl? Never. But you can't be the... It's like saying, hey, I, mean, I the- made this cake from scratch. I didn't know there's sugar in there. No. I didn't put it in there. I didn't put the sugar in there. It was this flour must have accidentally been sugar. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, you know the difference between flour and sugar. I sure do because (laughs) I used to eat all the cream of wheat, and I'm not putting flour in my cream of wheat. I'm putting straight sugar in my cream of wheat. Facts. Cream of wheat. Okay, so (laughs) another update is Mason Herring. Hmm. Thinking, thinking, I see the little dots above Caroline's Mm -hmm. head. Okay, he was the redhead lawyer out of Houston that I talked about probably a year ago that was arrested for drugging his wife. His wife figured he was probably drugging him because he kept, she kept getting sick. So she put the camera up in the kitchen, caught him, found the drugs, and he was giving her the abortion pill. Wait, is this was this from a Dateline episode or 2020 or 48 hours or something? I don't know. No, okay, this is a year I, ago. It, I mean, I talked about it a long time ago. I've but he just seen went to a trial. trial. Yeah, I've seen a case just like that. Different case. But okay. Yeah, video camera caught. Oh, it was the wife. It was opposite. Okay, continue. The wife did it. Well, but this is the abortion pill. Yeah. So no, his yeah, wife this, was pregnant. Uh huh. 
<gasps> and he was having an affair. And uh-huh. so he didn't want the wife to be pregnant, even though they already had like 45 kids. So what's one more kid going to do? Nothing. So he was sneaking his wife abortion pills like in her, in her smoothie juice. or something. Oh, hey, baby, yeah. let me make you a protein smoothie. Protein mm-hmm. shake. Let me yeah. make you a protein smoothie. You just had a hard workout. Let me give you some abortion. Let me give you some plan B. So they had his sentencing February 8th. He pled guilty. So if you plead guilty, do you not have a trial or do, will you Correct. still have a trial? You have a sentencing. Okay. So they just had a sentencing. He pled guilty to felony assault to inducing an abortion. Ugh. So is this double murder? Wait. Did she die? Nobody died. <gasps> oh, so Not it's even assault. the baby. <gasps> oh! And they had all the evidence. He tried to do it seven times. Each time she would just get sick, she wouldn't miscarry. She'd get sick, she wouldn't miscarry. Okay. He was only sentenced to 180 days in jail. That baby That's was a little girl. A year. Six months. That's good math. That baby was born 10 weeks premature and has all the disabilities. She has to go to undergo like eight different therapies a week. Physical, like a lot of physical disabilities and they're it'll be lifelong it's not something that he could do she can do therapy for a couple years and be fine and so how Geraldo was talking about it you know Geraldo's gonna say whatever he wants but they're like this is of all states where was it oh here Texas and in, in yeah. Houston yeah, so yeah, you yeah. know how Texas feels about abortion yeah well I do we just discussed it yeah <laughs> how Texas feels about abortion why would they not try to go further with attempted? I don't know. Attempted the, murder. Okay. I, I know I'm just kind die. of. A, I mean, she didn't die. I'm just so kind murder. of a like a pre-lawyer. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's there's so much like like stuff you have to sift through to get to whatever you're going to charge and all this back and forth that we don't know about because law this uh-huh. and law that. I don't know. Mm. Um, they were saying that because he's a lawyer and because yeah. his, he it was basically knew. his friends that were that were helping him get out of this. But Texas, there's another case in Texas where a guy just um, hit a woman in her stomach and he got attempted murder. Like, and he's doing time. But this guy <laughs> tried. Well, I Seven wonder. Freaking, not one and a half. I wonder though Seven if it's times. because he. Okay, if and he so he's guilty. a lawyer and he knows kind of how how to work the system. Mm-hmm. That has to be it. Like you just have to know what to say or what to do or how to do it. And, and if you don't disbarred. know, then, and he's redhead, so he's basically royalty. So maybe they're like, you know, he's a redhead. I saw Let's a beautiful redhead the other day, and I thought of you, but that's besides the point. I don't even know her name. Um, Good story. Hold one finger up about a redhead. I think I got one I want to fix you up with. Oh. It's a boy. Okay. I, I, I like boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that update. Let's go to the post-Super Bowl parade shooting mm. that is that is unfolding right now as we speak. As we speak. What sucks about this is you hear this a week later, so things will probably change in between now and by the time you hear this. But as of right now, which is Thursday, 
what is today? The 15th? Day after mm-hmm. day after yes. Valentine's? That is so on here. Wednesday, on Valentine's, there was a parade because, <coughs> you know, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So the hometown has to, of course, throw them a big-ass celebration and parade. Well, at this parade, shots were fired. Shots fired. 22 people were injured in the shooting. Ages ranged from 8 years old to 47 years old, and half of them were under the age of 16. 11 total of them were children, and 9 of those children were shot, like had actual gunshot wounds, had to be in the hospital. All of them, though, will fully recover. Now, um, there are a couple people still in critical condition, but a lot of them that weren't shot, that just had other injuries, have been treated and have been released. But there was one death, and that is um, a mother of two, Lisa Lopez Galvan. Mm. She was killed at the parade, at the shooting. She was a DJ for a local radio station there in Kansas City. Um, You know, uh, the... People don't listen to the radio as much anymore. At least I know that I don't. But your radio person, I know like growing up in the mornings, you're more you had your morning team, you had your after school team, you had your and you knew their voice. Yep. I remember being somewhere and hearing Casey Kasem. Yeah, Casey Kasem, (laughs) you'll still know their voice. Darren and Chrissy, they were on 97.5 oh, yeah. here. I w- all I had to do is hear a voice in the background. Like, uh-huh. Oh, that's Chrissy. Yeah. It's kind of so like can us. can you imagine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> People do recognize our voices sometimes. But can you imagine like that's people hear her voice every day, listen to the radio station, mm-hmm. and they're going to turn on to that radio station and not hear it anymore. Uh-uh. Like it's- just randomly. No, like going away. <clears throat> not She's not going to another radio station. No. Nope. She was killed at her <sighs> team's parade. And she was probably there with her boys. Mm. Now, three people when I was were in custody, they have released no names because two of them were underage. You know, they'll protect the name of minors. But... Literally, as I was writing this, as of the af- this afternoon, the adult that they had in custody was um, not formally charged and released because they deemed him not related to, like, he didn't have anything to do with the shooting. Now, they did announce that whoever did these shootings were not like extremists or terrorists and they did not, it wasn't like this, some type of agenda behind this. They were having their own little, um, arguments that ended in a gunfire at a freaking parade with millions of people at a million people. It's stupid. And, and they have not formally mentioned how the people arguing might have known each other or what the argument might've been about. I bet it's about a woman. And how they're going to end up shooting all these other people. If yeah. you're arguing right there, you just shoot the one guy yeah. and then be gone. Oh, At, did, did he run away? They said that he grabbed the gun and just like um, sprayed it in the air, just like sprayed it. I need you to put his face. I don't care if he's a minor. Put his face out there. Yeah, at some point. When yes, not and put that? his name out there and just be like, this is who did it. And tell us everybody needs to hate him and send him death threats. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so we still, as of right now, Thursday, we still don't know what you happened. Know, my question is, will the parents be held responsible if it's a minor? 
because mm. we're going back to Crumley. Yeah. I think there's got to be a lot of investigation to see. I know. About that. But I have to shout out that badass Billy Gunn, Daddy Contreras, which is the dad that was there with his daughter that was just watching the parade and mm-hmm. was leaving that he, he did an interview and he said that everybody was running one way, but there was this one guy running the yep. opposite of everybody. And I guess he looked, maybe he recognized him as the shooter or he looked suspicious. I don't know, but badass Billy Gunn form tackled his ass and he pancaked him. He was on top of him, pancaked him and stayed on top of him. I think somebody else joined in until the police got there. I don't know if that was the adult or if that was one of the kids. So I don't know if that's the guy that they released. It was the guy. Well, they showed the guy. They showed him. It was a with the he had like a like a khaki tan colored jacket on. Uh huh. The with the hood over. Uh huh. But he released. I don't know if he was released. I just know that. So he was an adult. He looked. Oh, okay. So these days, I mean, it was that guy that I. But he, I mean, he. It seemed he looks. He looks like an adult. He looked adultish. Yeah, I think I've. So there's nine one one calls yeah. out there that you can listen to. Mm. So they described black males as like um, shooting, like doing the shootings, and a Hispanic <clears throat> female like involved in like argument. I don't know oh. wh- who was what color was that guy? Black guy. A black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but then that's the guy that they allegedly. That I might saw, be the guy that they I did see uh, that this one girl who she went home and she found a bullet lodged in her backpack in a blanket. Damn. And she had it and they had a picture of her. She had put the bullet in a baggie and was holding it up. And she's like, I found this in my backpack. Mm. It was in my blanket. And they need all that because if they find a gun, they got to be able to tie it. To- I know. Can you imagine like you're like, oh, my God, I just almost could have died or like at least. Ooh, yeah. That's like a brush. If you just took a step backwards. I know. Yeah. Wow. Um, Kansas City O-lineman Trey Smith was mentioned in one of the articles. And then Legeria Sneed, um, they actually found like a little closet basement area where they helped guided people. and Somebody gave them a belt. What did and they calm like help calm down scared kids yeah. and just tried to make them. I saw that happy. somebody gave them like a WWE some kind of big belt like some to calm a kid down, but uh, it was the same kind of like story like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, was it, was it like developing. at the end of the like when was do we know? It, so the the guy who formed tackled the guy. He said that which you know the parade ends at different times for everybody, right? Basically, so, yeah. Where they were, they were walking off because it was over. Yeah. For them. And um, people were leave like leaving. And they had known of the shooting by then. So police were telling people to go. And the guy was walking. The guy that they tackled was walking the opposite way. I'm going to need y'all to not bring your guns to the parades. And I'm going to need y'all to not drive your cars through the parades. And fight. If you're pissed at people, fight. You fight. pussies. Yeah, just use your fists like normal people. And it's it's these teens, they are just, they have issues. I think I'm they just play the parents, video the games. I'm going to need the parents to parent. 
They've played that's video why games be, too long. You know what? This is why long. nobody's wanting to be parents. What? Have a friend. Nobody got kids. <laughs> oh, hell. All right. And then there was another shooting um, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, and that was at Joel Austin's mega church. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That was the tranny. Yeah. Well, or whatever she, it, I don't know. It was well, a, and and I, I saw that they reported that, but I looked at something that was just re, like came an hour ago because I wanted to find the most updated oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just don't know how to say her name. Genesee? Genesee Moreno entered Lakewood Church, which was Joel Alstein's mega church, mm-hmm. with her seven-year-old son. She had on a trench coat and a backpack and her um, rifle. And she immediately started shooting at people in the hallway. Um, two people were shot, including her son, who was shot in the head, and he's currently in critical condition. So yeah, so she saw, shot her kid. Well, I think the police, <laughs> because there was their security there, shot back and shot her kid. Shot the kid, like just did she just put got the caught. kid? Did yeah? They she used her kid as a shield. Uh, yeah, I think he just got caught in oh, what Oh my she... gosh, I hate, this is why I hate people. Um, <laughs> so she was, a, she was shot quickly. It didn't last very long. She didn't yeah. even make it into the actual sanctuary. She made eye contact with the actual security guards and like pointed their gun and shot, pointed her gun I know, and shot like, at If them. you were, like, what was the point of it? Because if you were actually wanting to like do th- something, you would go in, like there's, that is a, huge it's full yeah so i, I unless somebody was about to, to stop yourself, her yeah like i think maybe somebody must have had to have like knew she was i don't know maybe saw something and so that's why the, whoever this person yeah. is did this because i don't know she didn't get very far mm-mm. um she also said that she had a bomb on her before she started shooting but when they found her, they searched her. There are no explosives. There's no hazardous materials on there on her. But she did have a second gun. So she did go in with a plan to do a lot more than what she did. She just didn't execute well, her plan Yeah, very because well. she has a mental illness. She was described as a lone wolf. So she was not associated with... Please not say wolf. Um, a large <laughs> group or um, she was not working for like any other... like group or like activist group or something yeah um it said that it was alleged that she sometimes used male and female aliases when referring to herself but then police later corrected and said she identified as a female they found anti-semitic writings when they went to her house she lived in conroe in her um at her house anti-Semitic writings, but they didn't specify what it was. But oh, her in-laws she were had Jewish. something on the gun, like pro-Palestine. Okay. Yeah. Her in-laws were Jewish. So her son, her ex-husband was Jewish. Her son was half Jewish. She was in a fight with her in-laws. So she's mad at her in-laws, which her in-laws knew she was going through some mental... How was crazy. <laughs> also, on the butt of her gun, it had a Palestine-like... Oh, like Bumper a flag sticker on or there. something, yeah. Yeah, on the butt of the gun. Um, and she did have documented mental illness and some past mis- misdemean- misdemeanor convictions, but like small, like $100 theft type stuff. Um, like I said, she was fighting with her in-laws, and they tried to report, report her 
repeatedly as a threat to society because she would threaten people with guns. She threatened her ex-husband. She threatened to shoot her ex-husband while her son was in the car. And she just walked. She was like granny with the gun. Like she walked around with her gun all the time. They said she kept her gun and her son's- This big ass shotgun she walked around with? She kept another gun in her son's- diaper bag all the time and it was always unlocked loaded and unlocked because she felt like she was going to need to use it um she had been 5150 or baker oh my in the past but they have not released why but the in-laws tried to report her as a threat yeah and they, lo- they guns, are like eh. and they, they didn't do anything but like See, y'all, it's do? not guns. It's people with mental illness. But and but what can you do? If I call the police and say, say, man, I think my neighbor is active shooter, like, or like he's going to go hey, in there and be active I shooter I know type. I have uh, my in-law or my whatever in-law is has guns, is threatening to shoot people. But what do you do? What can, what can the police do? I off don't of that? exactly. It's hearsay, and it, and then where does that stop? Because anybody can just call and say some bullshit. Yeah, on you, and then you can't go and arrest that person. Is there a watch list? I need to look into that situation. Yeah, I gotta find that guy. Um, but we don't know why she was fifty one fifty. But there is a lot of documented mental health. So they were like, well, "How could she get guns?" And sometimes everything doesn't come up when it's you go through like they scan or whatever they do when you get guns or when you purchase guns. But that's the biggest question right now because they did say that. I guess I don't know all the laws and how it goes in Texas, but mm-hmm. they said that we have in Texas. Um, the skimpiest gun laws, I guess. It's easier for people to get guns here versus maybe somewhere else. And I don't know where somewhere else would be. So she kind of fell through some of those loops, loopholes when she got her gun because she did not need a gun. That's all I got, y'all. Love it. Uh, And I guess we're going to Corpus Christi Thursday. We are. Bitty bitty bum bum. Bitty 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 bum bum. A bitty 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 bum bum. All right, we'll see y'all Thursday for a full episode. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye bye bye. Goodbye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.